another one march who knew exactly and and judging by the name that you uh you labeled the second february episode Lonely, don't know if this is a cliche or if it's a saying but fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fool me three times shame on you all so for the third episode we're back shame on us all for, shame for, for coming back yeah, I've, so. I've never heard. I've never heard that. So we're less than sixty seconds into the podcast, and I've learned something new, John. There you go. Well, what a month March was as well. It, it seems to be getting more difficult. I seem to be spending more time trying to whittle down the songs than I am listening to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becoming work and. And you, you know that the, the the podcast. What is it? Your favorite band sucks that Martin posted recently yeah. and. It's yeah. kind of like it's we're kind of like the is it antithesis? What is we're the opposite to that? It's like we're, we're trying to find the, the best songs out of like you know out of a great a great bunch, which is the way it should be. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I've only listened. I listened to about twenty minutes of the uh, this uh, Radiohead sucks episode, and I was up for it. <laughs> <laughs> not difficult to rip into Radiohead, is it? Come on, you know I it's... loved Radiohead and I loved Tommy York's output, but he's he's a funny, he's a strange bugger, and they sort of, you know, he sets himself up for ridicule at times, and they, and they've made a few <laughs> gaffes along the way. Never a bad song, but a few gaffes. Yeah, um, and um, so I was up for it, but I just I just thought it was lame. I really did. I don't get what everyone, all, all the other guys. Are, I've, you know. I've not listened to it yet. So have you not? Have you no, not? You should no. do. Just I, no. Just, I probably will. I mean, I, I like for the crack. Talk. Yeah, just for the crack, like you know. The Oasis one I enjoyed. The yeah. Oasis one was good. They they kind of ripped into Oasis, and well, they're more or less ripped into the fans of Oasis rather than Oasis themselves. Yes. They kind of were giving Oasis a pat on the back for just you know <laughs> for doing what they were doing, i.e., ripping off the yeah. Beatles and uh, yeah. <laughs> ripping off Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> but the Oasis one, I think you both. Because considering you're not huge Oasis fans, and you you know you're you're more about the uh, the uh, what is it what's the transmitter cranium fans <laughs> that voice guy that's funny yeah, yeah. but yeah the, the Oasis one even made me laugh and giggle so yeah it's it's a good find but yeah it's it's easy to pick fault though isn't it in everything well, it, well, it, it <laughs> is. and and that's what it demonstrates it's easy to actually take the piss out of any band or any anything. Artist. You know, people are taking the piss out of this podcast right now. Yeah, I, I thought they would be better than they were. I thought it was a bit lazy. Oh, um, I think someone pointed out though that they know a lot about each one they go for. Yeah, so they probably are fans of those bands, and they know. Of course, a lot. Chris, I think you need to give the radio on one listen. You'll be you'll be, <laughs> throwing, stuff, you'll be throwing stuff at the screen before twenty minutes is out. Honestly. <laughs> Fair enough. Getting onto the list. Let's play a tune. Let's play yeah, a tune. Okay. Stu, Stu, you. Stu's first. Stu's okay. first. And 
as as a, as we are running a democracy, decided to go reverse order this time. Didn't... <laughs> so um starting off Stu then this is your third choice not your first this is your third John I've just realized you're too young to realize what I was talking about on the radio countdown <laughs> oh dear right so project Gemini anyway let's play this and we'll have a chat about it after stuff well what attracted you to that tune then Stu it's, it's right up my street really and I was reading a bit about this guy sounds like he's spent a lot long time he's a producer and musician and that but I can't track down anything else he's done before setting up his project Gemini um, he must have done stuff but if, if you look his his name I can't remember what his name is even but if you look up his name on Spotify there's about a billion people with the same name so uh, hey, I don't know which one. Dave Jones or something. Or... No, it's it's um it's I'll tell you, it's Paul Osborne. Okay, um, yeah, that's a fairly common common name. Uh, there's loads of them. Two a penny on, on on Spotify. So I can't track down any stuff he's done before. But anyway, yeah. at least it wasn't Kelly. Yeah. His first name wasn't Kelly. Or George. <laughs> I don't know which would be worse. But uh, what I like is this kind of this. He's obviously he's spent a long time, you know, in the music industry playing music, and he's crafted his own style. And it sounds like he plays everything himself. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just really like, there's a lot of sixties, seventies kind of theme going on. A bit of psych. It is. Yeah. You know, um, this was very close to my shortlist. He's, he's only done about three or four tracks under this. Uh, project um gemini name was it close to your shortlist sorry chris or was it actually you do you mean your top three uh it was in sorry yeah it was in my shortlist it was 
close to the top three. It it got pushed out of the top three. Um, who put it on? You, wasn't it, John? That's what I you. did, yeah. It was me when my meg- megalomaniac, when I just was chucking on any old shit. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I just thought, oh, man, I love this. Now, the only thing I'll say is, if I've got the right one, the vocals on this, because I was listening to another Project Gemini earlier, which is um, instrumental, I think, if I got them the right, right. way around. Um, the vocals are a bit thin. And I know certain bands go for that sound. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that personally. I like to hear a bit of kind of a texture, a bit of granularity in the vocals. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, I guess, just haven't got strong enough voices for that. So that's my one reservation. But the music more than makes up for it. It's just so... so I was going to say, is that something you look for in a band? The vocal has to be quite, quite good. Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of there's a lot of good music around these days. A lot of bands, particularly new bands, which I think are let down by the vocals. I mean, the vocals are the hardest bit to get, no question. Well, it's an instrument and in itself, isn't it? The voice. So. It is. It is. Yeah, and but I think that uh, I think bands are trying to sound different, and where it, and you know you've got all these bands now sort of doing that kind of talk, hmm. sort of singing. You know. Yeah, like yeah, I like pull to. it off. Yeah, well, yeah, and like, um, you know, who we would, who did we have on last month? Um, thank, thank, With dread, yeah. yeah, that was the Leeds Yorkshire band. Yeah, no, I was thinking of the um, the ones that are based in Rotterdam or whatever. I, I said they're. Oh in, yeah, 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 yeah. You, I'm driving you uninsured. You're Lewisburg, Lewisburg, Lewisburg. Yeah. That's the ones. That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, ba- barely breaks out of talking. <laughs> And I, and I think there's a bit of reaction to the sort of, you know, the, the singers from, uh, you know, the sort of classic rock bands who, who had a lot of them had a huge range, you no know, really good singers, but to sort of react to that, isn't it? It's a bit of a mm. punk kind of like, well, that's too taken too seriously. And, mm. you know. Yeah, I think we all agree that's a good tune, man. And, yeah. and hopefully there'll be some more yeah, good more stuff to, to come. And uh, Launa, you're up next, mate. This is your third, third.
requires some nice guitar and pedal work on that. Yeah. Loves the wire. He loves the wire, isn't it? It was that part of it that really got me. I think the, like I say, a couple of minutes in, before yeah. that, it's very reminiscent of um, Doves or early nineties Manchester yeah. stuff. But yeah, it then <laughs> takes on a life of its own. <laughs> you put in your your submission before Woody highlighted that as well, because he he, yes. he was bumming that, wasn't he as well? Yeah, yeah, the other yeah. Day, didn't know anything about him though. He's um... neither did I. Well, it's Woody or this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Woody mentioned the Dead Pretties, but I don't know. That doesn't mean anything to me personally. But... No, I, I didn't. I wasn't aware of his connection or, or anything by them. But yeah, that is a, a tune and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Again, hopefully more to come from them. Playing in playing in London in May by the looks of it. Well, I noticed actually that's was from last year and i think there's a there's some newer stuff in that um well that's on the uh i was just looking actually the um butterflies is the latest release that's right, that's on yeah, the, that's right. Uh, it's a three track one so butterflies 17 and then poppy being the third one right so uh and then well this this the next one then chaps is uh is my third one but um yeah so this one um i had to do a dip, bit of digging lee ronaldo Waiting on a dream. And, and the whole point of this podcast is supposed to be new, you know, greatest, latest indie music you need to know. Um, it's the strap line. But this is 10 years old, this song. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, the point is, if it's obscure enough for you to not know it, that's a find in its Exactly. We should, and we should have a new, a new section, John, Buried Treasure. Buried <laughs> Treasure. So hidden, rather than hidden treasure, and we should bury your sleeve and have the hidden treasure. Um <laughs> But yeah, Lee Ronaldo is from Sonic Youth. Who is he? Yeah, did you not know that? No, I didn't know. That. I thought you the music aficionado. Uh, Go on. I was going to say um, they were never Sonic Youth. Were not really up there for me. Um, but for obviously... you, well, no, it's about. I thought you were going to slate me a bit, like with the Floyd thing. Or... No, no, not no, no, not at all. No. They kind of passed me by as well. I only know two members of Sonic Youth, and I was never that into them anyway. Well, well you now know a third, and it's Lee Ronaldo and Waiting on a Dream, and uh, let's go.
Oh well, yeah, there you go. He's a founding member, apparently, yeah. only of Sonic Youth. Yeah. Yeah. So, who knew? But um, yeah, it's, it's great discovery for a ten-year-old song. Uh, that's a tumor, and mm. absolutely. Yeah, it really reminds the vocal. Really reminds me of Cherry Ghost or and cited AKA Simon Aldred, who's quite he's more he's quite a prolific songwriter. I think he even done some work with Liam Gallagher. But that vocal saying, I thought it was him. I thought this was Cherry Ghost originally when it come on. I wouldn't have mistaken it for him, but he sounds a bit like Bob Mould as well. Um, ah, that's what yeah. caught me because that was well, you probably know that was number four on my list that I sent you. This good, it's good, man. And uh, the thing is, this 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 month with Marches, I've I've had I had a disco top three, and I, I literally <laughs> was just gonna I was I was gonna go disco and just play all. How the disco did you sheets. find three disco tracks out of the guns list? Okay, so there's the purple disco, um, the Sworn Virgins, Male Man, which is kind of like a spin off from Warm Doucher. And um, there was another tune. I'll, I'll, I think it was one that you put on, actually, Stu. It wasn't technically a... No, it wasn't Sparks, was it? No, not Sparks, although I have watched the documentary on Netflix and it uh, he's rather yeah. good. It's pretty yeah. good. Man. Uh, we Follow System Exclusive, was that you? Yes, that was yeah. me. That wasn't, it's Is kind of disco-ish. Well, it's got, it's got a disco beat. You can swing your pants to it. So, yeah, but that just caught me. Did you like that one, Stu? I did, um, and it, I was thinking, I really like this. Why is this not on my short list? Well, it just wasn't room. It was on my long list. Um, just a couple of things. When it started, I thought, ooh, this is a bit close to uh, Paint It Black. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wondered if that was intentional, though. I, I think it must have been. He, there's no way he would not know that as soon as he played it, but as soon as the button <laughs> comes in around it. It, it maybe it's clever because it throws you. It gets you thinking that. Yeah. But it's completely different key and 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 the, you know the, the chords and everything around it completely different. So it takes it in, in a different direction. And as soon as he starts singing, of course, it's uh, you know it's its own thing. But I was just looking um, at his latest stuff to see what he's done recently, and it's, uh, it's I'm not sure about this. Last year he came out with an EP called, called In Virus Times. Yeah, In Virus Times. I've seen that. Yeah, track one, in virus times part one. Track two, in virus times part two. <laughs> track three, in shall I carry on? I think, <laughs> I think you need to. <laughs> I think I think the COVID, the old COVID, he's, he's been snorting too much COVID. That's what he's been yeah, doing. Exactly. Yeah, he's been snorting <laughs> his uh, vaccines, isn't he? I'm not sure I can bring myself to listen to that. Uh, so, which is a shame. But I might check out his old stuff. Yeah, definitely that album that, that the songs from between the times um it's 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 there's some good tunes on that but yeah it just plucked out of nowhere for 10 years i think that's pretty good going 10 years is, is probably one of the well no i tell a lie you put on julian cope last year didn't you on the guns cast <laughs> um yes i did but we've had older than that the oldest is i think um tom petty last dance with mary jane the one you're about to play is not new, John. This is about 10 years old. Is it? Well, I love that link. That's a beautiful link there, Lane. You're getting used to you're getting good at this game, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bung this on for this is Stu's pick, which I'm pleased to see. But um, yeah. You're gonna see these, aren't you? Did I you am on Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Um very good. 
Yeah, they're a post-rock band, Canadian post-rock band. Um, been around for years. And I think this You've seen is them before, the... or? Yeah, a couple of times. This is their second album, though. It must be 10 years old. I'm looking on that. 2010, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're still knocking around. They had an album out last year. So... Well, here we go. And this is the core progress. Happily titled. made up of a husband and wife team I did not know that I didn't know that um, Jace Jace Elastic and Olga Gorillaz Gorillaz yeah that must be hard playing with your wife I'm wondering if they got married since they've been together there because they've been together a long time so 2003 they were formed mm. in 2003 by the husband and wife team oh, yeah it doesn't say go. whether well it doesn't it doesn't say if they were married at that time. I'm not sure we can probably find out, but yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse. I love my wife dearly, but I couldn't be in a band with her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she'd have to get to the back of the queue of the, uh, the um, groupies, wouldn't she? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this was Stu's choice, and I've stolen his, his, um... his thunder. That's all right. You know far more about it than I do. Um... <laughs> I seem to be drawn towards uh, Canadian uh, psych rock bands for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, I really like this. Yeah. This fits in very, I, 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 belatedly, really, it's just struck me. Uh, and you're both on the, um, the Guns guitar group, so you'll be aware of all the talk about P90s. And I've got no excuse because Steve's been banging on about P90s. And... Um, I never really got got into them, and I never really got 
the point of them. But just recently, it, I've just realised how many songs that I really like, guitar sounds, are P90s. Wow. And uh, I'm suddenly obsessed with them. And, and these, for sure, must be P90s. They're just fantastic growling, you know, sort of vibrating... Uh, Sorry, Scott went to see uh, King Hannah the other night as well, and he was talking about the P90s. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Alan, yeah. yeah. Um, and Alan, yes. Um, I don't like the way the P90 pickup looks, and that that looks is a big part of a pickup for me. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, obviously, John, you're a man that has to dress to... Uh, <laughs> you have to have the right gear for the right guitar. No, no buttons on God's earth that would match a P90 either. <laughs> It just looks weird. I think I'm just used to Atelis and humbuckers, and do you know what I mean. I think it's just one of the things. And and let's pause, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right. So I think that's all a thumbs up again with that one. Definitely. I hope, I hope the gig goes well next week, mate. Yeah, it's uh, say Saturday night. So you, you make it sound as though Chris is playing. <laughs> <laughs> he is, isn't he? It sounds like it. All this guitar talk. <laughs> um so yeah well getting on to the your second one your second choice then Lowney um yeah. a band that we're very familiar with and they've got a wicked new album out I wasn't going to put this on because yeah, as in wasn't going to put it in the top three because of top, that because it would have been an obvious choice yeah but it's too good job done here it is King Gizzard and the Dripping Sap
Well, Andy, thank you for that medley of the 18 mammoth, 18 minute mammoths tune. I don't know how you're going to put that one together. Oh. What two minutes are you going to pick up? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find some, find some other work. It's just too good. It's too good. It too good. What one and a half million plays on? I know. Spotify. I can't that's, believe that. Actually, that's phenomenal. That's pretty good going. They might actually start making a couple of quid out of the streaming. But yeah, their album Omnium Gethirum. I don't even know what that means. Is that Latin? I think it's just prog, isn't it? <laughs> prog speech. <laughs> Any old body. Yeah, the, the one thing that amazes me about this band is not just the frequency of their song, of their albums and the releases, but it's the length of the songs. Mm. And I, I'd hate to see their studio recording, Bill. <laughs> Apparently this album, um, what I was reading the other day, they weren't going to put it out because it was just... Uh, rehearsal offcuts from the last album they did. Wow. And, you know, so that tripping tap was just like them jamming. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which you, you can know. hear it. You can hear you that. You can hear it, but, you know, if you can jam that well, you know, you might as well just yeah. record it and put it all out, mightn't you? So Omnium Gatherum means a collection of miscellaneous people or things. Ah, which leads into what Lonnie just said. Exactly. Yeah. Offcuts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you've got spare material lying on the floor like that after recording an album, it's um why yeah. not? Yeah. Embarrassment of riches. <laughs> and talent. I've actually not listened to the full album yet. Um I have to confess. It's one hour twenty. That's a long album. It's a double. Um I ordered it um, direct oh, from right. um, um, double coloured vinyl or triple coloured vinyl or something. You, you still got your vinyl addiction going on? I, I'm, I'm cutting it back, but... <laughs> Do, define that in... Uh, is, is that just you getting one a month rather than three a week? Well, I'm trying to keep it to things that I really want and really like as opposed to any old shit, which is what I was doing a year or two ago. Um, so... Well, sorry, what I was going to say was that if I buy something on vinyl, I try not to listen to it stream too much before the vinyl. Before. Yeah. Oh, mm. That's mm. that's quite a... You must have some some uh, good... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Discipline. Discipline. <laughs> not a bit, I was going to say, you've got good obedience. No, that's well, what I mean. You must be very disciplined not to hit that play. It's like... You know, at Christmas and, and your kids just like open up the little wrap bit of the corner of the wrapping paper just to see what it might be underneath. You know, the, the temptation to do that must be quite. Mm. It's like, like uh, saving yourself for your wedding night, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know anything about that. Of course. <laughs> we'll go into the late night edition. <laughs> but yeah, so my second one then leading on is um is another lonely track so he couldn't have i couldn't give him a hat trick but he has got the top he has got the top two top and two. this is one of them yeah and they're john Sp spencer and not the blues explosion this is john spencer and the hit makers is that a high intensity workout i don't know <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's lost the blues explosion. He's with the hit makers, and this is uh, Primary Baby. Can't catch a mouse, can't jump in a pot. That cat just never learned how to be a cat. Uh. I'm 
Exactly what it says on the tin again with John Spencer. I was going to say something about an apple and a tree, but I won't. <laughs> no, let's avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you think up of some more things for me to say? Some more. Actually, yeah, what, what is the difference between a proverb and a cliche? I don't know. Well, the cliche is something that's overwor- overworn, isn't it? So it's kind is of, it? yeah, you know, it's de- devoid of meaning because it's overused. So a proverb could become a cliche if it was overused, overused. especially like a, a a musical technique or sound could be overused. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, absolutely, anything can become a cliche, can't you know? Yeah. If it, um, has John Spencer um, become a cliche, or do, do you like that? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think. Could, could a band become a cliche? I mean, ACDC haven't changed their sound in about 50, 40, 50 years, have they? <laughs> um, but you can't say, I don't even say they've become a cliche. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. An interesting concept to be explored. It is an interesting one. Yeah, it's a separate podcast, that. <laughs> and, and is there such thing as, as a musical cliche? Uh, there probably is, but I can't think of one. Right now, but yeah, John, are you a fan of John Spencer? Me, um, oh, no, yeah, you put it on, Glenny. Uh, yeah, I put it on because I really you like you. I'd that like song. it, no, <laughs> really <laughs> like that song. I'm not a massive fan of his, actually. No, it's, it's yeah, it's all right, but um, I thought that was a lot better than most of his stuff, yeah. Yeah. It was. It's it's the album, and I've gave it a spin. I didn't realise it came out at the start of this month, but since you put that on, I've get, I've given it a bit of a listen, and it is. He's still got the garagey kind of lo-fi feel, but the sound it's it's really well produced, quite slick. Mm-hmm. Um, the vocals and you know the, the engineering behind it sounds like it's he's put some effort into it this time. So I don't know who produced the record, but probably Not sure. Not sure. yeah. I listened to about three or four tracks off it, and uh, it's not subtle, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's in your face. <laughs> it grabs you by the ears, and it just doesn't let go. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I've got mixed feelings. It, on one hand, it's really exciting, up tempo, kind of. There's always the stuff happening. It never gets kind boring. of like uh, boring, or repetitive. But on the other hand, maybe you know. I mean, I was, I was just 
driving to work so it wasn't the best time to be to be listening to anything giving it my full attention but no it, it just it found it's all sounded a little bit the tracks i listened to sounded a little bit samey that's the one thing I would say. yeah okay well it's a fair comment I need to give it another listen, but I th- definitely want to go and see him live. So the offer's still there, Stu, if you want to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm tempted because <laughs> I bet, you know, he's not going to be dull live, is he? No, it <laughs> would be a good show. <laughs> I'd like to see how he creates that live. There's so much going on. Yeah. And sounds and uh, yelps and things, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's John Spencer, and it's it's not hit. It's, it's HIT, it's not HIIT, which is high intensity interval training. So it's just it's it just the hit. The hit I just read it as the hit makers, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um so then Stu, you're 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 do 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 What is it? Tell me. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you. Just just keep your knickers on. Oh. <laughs> they don't make him like that. What's the uh, characters of Paul Whitehouse and Harry Enfield do? Smashy and nice. Smashy and nice. That's smashy and nice, yeah. That, they do that, don't they? Yeah. They use that, I'm sure. Yeah. Which which there one out of you is smashy and which one's nicey? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us like Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> but yeah, you've doubled down, Stu. This did you, you had rubber oil last week, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. You've gone, yeah. You've gone fact, again. You've d- doubled down again. I, complete, I know. Well, it's just the best thing on the, the list for me. It just absolutely hits the spot. I, I was actually going to put this into my top three, and I'm glad you did because it kind of gave me space to not put it in. Yeah. But I didn't put it in the top three anyway. At the end, because I thought, oh, we can't have two songs. Oh, we'll get we'll get grilled for having two songs on the drop. But it is a good tune. It is. So, here, here it is: Rubber O and Nothing. Nothing.
we should really keep that one going. It's a good tune. <laughs> It is a good shit. The bass on that is beefy and it's big. It's fantastic, and... isn't it? Yeah. They're playing in Manchester, uh, Lonely. I've just noticed that that is the same night in the same venue that I'm seeing Flatworms. Are they supporting them then? No, Flatworms are upstairs in the pink room and that's in the basement. So. You're joking? Do you get a wristband or something? You, uh, you would have to have two separate tickets, I think. But, um, oh. And they'll be on at the same time as well because they'll both be headlining, won't they? Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I see they've got 600 more listeners now than they had last month. <laughs> that's probably due to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely worthy of being on two two months on the trot. Yeah, no, so. that's a good shame. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I think of bands sometimes of like the hit rate, and I don't mean like hits in the charts, but in terms of what percentage of tracks they've released you like. Okay, so Radiohead are right up there for me because they're they're the, the hit rate for me is is really high. There is yeah. some stuff I don't like, but it's you know, I would say we're talking over seventy five percent. I really love. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Rubber O have, have leapt to the top of my list because I <laughs> literally like hundred percent everything they've ever done. They've got less miles in the tank than um, Radiohead mind, but. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> true. They don't have the form. And, and I'm slightly, I'm worried now. I hate it when bands come out with a, you know, a debut album that I really like, because inevitably the follow-up will be disappointing, you know. Unless you Radiohead, where their first album's rubbish. and then Yeah, well, well I didn't get into them really then. I didn't no, take much note no, of them, to be honest. When did they release Pablo Honey? 93. Yeah. Okay, so that means they've been around for probably 30 years. That's kind of scary. Hmm? You think about that. That's a long time. Yeah, they're all older True. than me. Even Johnny Greenwood's older than me. So, um, just. Is he the youngest then? Yeah. But he's not better looking. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all a bit of a weird bunch, aren't they? Weird, weird looking bunch. <laughs> weird, all right. yeah. Quirky. Yeah. I mean, the drummer, what's his name? Selway could be out of the Adams family. Your <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Fester. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what's his name would be Lurch. Um, you know, the. Uh... Well, mate, you're definitely not getting guest list for the next Radiohead concert. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a good sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. Ed, Ed O'Brien's the only normal looking one, isn't he? <laughs> I was thinking of him for Luke. All oh, right, well, okay, there you go. <laughs> so superficial, lads. Just like, <laughs> judging a band on their looks now, not just the their music or their lyrics. Yeah, go, uh... go listen to Bros. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, getting on to um... oh, your first choice. Sorry. Yeah, well, first choice, top choice. Yeah, yeah. Number one. Number Uno. Yeah, Delvin. Stu can talk about this because this is his um, his contribution. Yeah, quickly put it on so I can Google something. Okay, <laughs> here we go. This is Delvin, self-titled Delvin.
with casting aspersions on genre, but what would you put that down as? Is that post? Would you put that as post rock? Uh, not really, but sort of really. definitely kraut rock, sort of psychedelic yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, Hirschbrunnen is caught with a Nick DeSalvo, who's from a band who I'd never heard of and I've never heard of him, Elder. I'm going to dig into them. I, I hadn't, but that says that they're like a rock, a rock band, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Well, heavy rock band. It's a, yeah. He's got the haircut to go for it. <laughs> Where did you find it, Stu? Uh, probably on my Discover Weekly, right. to be honest. I can't remember. It's not a band I've been tracking or anything, or, you know, I don't know. No, they've kind of uh, just popped up, haven't they? Yeah. I seem to be drawn towards um, solo projects from people who have been in bands that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, more obscurity. Coming from Montreal, you know. Yeah, that was the one that I um, said to you right at the outset of going through the March playlist that had taken top spot. I said one of yours has right. already taken top yeah, spot. Yeah. And it <laughs> w- never got knocked off. To be honest, it, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would, I probably would have chosen it. Was it not the fact I put it on and I decided to to go clean uh, from for the JLS show and not pick my own tracks? <laughs> partly just a shame, 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 John. <laughs> <laughs> you still got your hidden sleeve. You, yes, you've got. You've know, got that absolutely. Yeah. That's your trap. Yeah. Your ace card under your sleeve. So um, I haven't even decided yet which way I'm going to go with that. So this, uh, the suspense is, is, you know, building. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's another another obscure band uh, or obscure project um, that we we brought to the world through through this podcast. So um, yeah, go and go and go and delve into delving. <laughs> Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but once again, it's the P90 sound that drew me in. You I reckon? Yeah, I, I unwittingly must love P90 bands. Um, well, I, I think you do. I think, given yeah. the kind of genre of stuff you, you like, Chris, I think you do like the P90s. Yeah, go check it out if that's your sort of thing. So, finally, um, my numero uno, um, you can play the jingle if you want, no, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> just, dude, dude. Um, yeah this is this is this is, again is Lainey's and um it's the black tones and these have been signed to sub pop i believe yeah, now yeah, yeah you can see the logo if you look carefully in that cover on the corner yeah at <laughs> uh, the end of everything and i'll just let this play i'll talk a little bit about it afterwards but it's this just just grabbed me from the get-go what a tune and what a voice and just the lyrics are quite apt as well here we go
that was my red herring. You know, when I messaged her this morning and said, oh, what does Ola Colby sound like? Oh, okay. So, yeah, the vibrato. Like Ola Colby? No, the vibrato. Oh, okay. But, yeah, considering, I think I didn't just choose that because of the lyrics. It was more to do with the music. But it's very fitting because we've just had Easter, which talks about Jesus. Fucking things up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got Ramadan. He talks about Allah, so you know she covers most bases there. You know all religious leaders, figures, or whatever. But I um, thought that'd been no. blasphemy to you, John. That tune. That <laughs> is it? You yeah, have to believe in it to, to be blasphemous, don't you? No, yeah. only joking. <laughs> and I, and I think there's something else going on here, John. I know you're What's a fan that? of the things. Go on. <laughs> well, he's going. My name is. My name is. Doesn't he start by saying, my name is Chico? <laughs> yeah, just play the beginning of it. It's, my name is Jesus. My it's name is Jesus, yeah. yeah. He's the first like guy. Chico to me. Anyway. Chico. Well, you know, maybe that was Jesus' <laughs> nickname. <laughs> you can't make jokes like that. Why not? Well, Why I suppose not? you could. You just go to, go to confession. Hi, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, oh, they've had an album, uh, 2019 apparently, but I don't know if they were signed to Sub Pop then. No, they were Reptar Records then. But I'm definitely going to, ones to watch for me. Yeah, this was actually just um, Spotify doing its thing. Recommend it. Did it? Yeah. It's such a simple song. It's literally, it's three chords, but two chords mainly all the way through it. It's like EAD or something, I think. But what drives it for me is the bass the bass in the background is the driving it's got the nice melody and it drives them to it drives them to chords all the way through it and her voice yeah just i think they're american they're from yeah from, i think so yeah from the states are you playing it in the background Stu? yeah sorry <laughs> it's all right <laughs> yeah I'm sure we can uh, transcribe it for you if you want. But um, yeah, that's. I'm sure he's saying my name is Chico. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, he came to fuck things up, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> we need to do a um, uh, misheard lyrics uh, episode at some point, I think. I think that would be a good one. Oh, there's plenty of them. There is plenty of them knocking about. But, um, but yeah, well, that's the top three from all three of us, the three from the top three. So um, it's. That time for the hidden sleeve. What's up, your? What's up, your? What's up, your? What's up, your? What's up, your hidden sleeve? So, Stu, um, what was it? Buried treasure is is a new feature that you want to introduce, but we'll, we'll stick <laughs> we'll stick with hidden sleeve. Buried treasure or any old shit. Um, <laughs> What are you going to bury? <laughs> well, it's a difficult one. This is a difficult one, actually. So I, I've got three noted down, and I couldn't decide. And I thought I'd leave it to the last moment, and okay. I'm going to have to go with quality. First of all, a I was going to choose Eleanor by Palatine as a sort of sorry Ooh. to all the French our French listeners. <laughs> so poppy song, and I think it's it's you know French bands seem to do that type of song really well. Well, yeah. Um, there you go. Um, that's my groveling over. Um, Apology accepted. <laughs> like on behalf of behalf of Monsieur Macron. <laughs> and, and, all, yeah. and um, the other one, which uh, James posted, which is, uh, sounded fantastic, was "Some Misunderstanding" by Soul Savers and Mark Vanagan. 
Um, yes. And uh, just great track. Um, but the one I'm going to go with is one I put on, actually. This is uh, it's my chance to play one of my own. And it's Get My Bearings, Be Get My Bearings by Jonah's a Policewoman. Yes, this was in my shortlist. Um, it's got about five or six different artists on this, hasn't it? I don't know. Tony Allen, David Kumu. Right, you know. okay. Um, and I'm just going to add it to there. There we go. Get my bearings. Yeah, Jonas, a Jonas police woman. You go in a bio it says using beauty is the new punk rock so i take back what i said about you judging bands on their look <laughs> mm, yeah what do we know <laughs> have we had her on the guns cast before i may have put her on i think you might have of the name yeah. rings a bell she's a fairly big deal on six music um is she is yeah she? yeah, yeah. She was on one of the Gorillaz tracks that says we work with Damon Albin. So yeah, that I've got to admit that song, I did not hear that on the Has playlist. To buy. <laughs> completely, um, it was but, there. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, Worthy of a hit. She's got a fantastic voice on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what um, I didn't realise till uh, I'd, I'd read before, but I've forgotten, is that she was Jeff Buckley's girlfriend. Ooh. Uh, okay. At the time of his drowning, right? Yeah, I'm a big Jeff Buckley fan, so that sort of fits in neatly. Yeah, leads in well. She's American, isn't she? I think. I presume Has so. Yeah, yeah. Know, actually, has to be now with a name like Wasser. Wasser. 
<laughs> but <laughs> quite ironic actually it's German for water yes. <laughs> so yeah that's a, a tune that was definitely definitely up there go on then Lanny have you chosen one of yours this uh, no I haven't actually no oh because I've um, chosen one of mine that's, <laughs> that's a shame go on and what have you got got a couple of honourable mentions um, yes one is Dog Unit which Shane put on yeah, great track that. That's um turn right and right again. Um yeah. a bit more post rock there, is it? Uh, yeah, but except that they're English thing from London ah. or and that they, they just I I'd never heard of them and he put that on, so that's great. So I went and yeah. investigated and very good. Well, that's from our, our friend at F, uh, the Sound FM, wasn't it? Shane. It, it is, yeah, it is. And it's a really good find. <laughs> so gonna, gonna check them out. Um, then my other honourable mention is um, Fermion by Leap, which is something Lee put on from their new album. I was surprised that that didn't make it into your top three, but well, I suppose it was either that, yeah, either that or King Gizzard, wasn't it? So it would be obvious again. Um, no, so my actual hidden sleeve is it is. The entrance band, uh, Fine Flow, which James put on, and it's not new, so... No, it's not 2013. This was one one that I was... This was my fourth. If somebody else was going to pick one of mine, that was going to be my fourth, yeah. They're a a psychedelic, neo-psych rock, whatever, but yeah. I I love this one as well, mate, so I do approve. What was the the name of the tune? Uh, Fine Flow. This one.
and chill to that. Let's just get it going. I've just seen they've done a fuzz club session. Um, Ooh. Might have. Have to check that out, are you? Yeah, well, I've got a few of those um, those albums, but I didn't know they'd done one. Mind you, I hadn't heard them until James put this on. So. <laughs> <laughs> Neither had I, but yeah, they're definitely right on my street for that one. Um, yeah, we've got a few old tracks on this this month, haven't we? We have, yeah. I think that was the one when you said he doesn't um, put very much on, but when he does, it's it's a belter. They're usually good, yeah. Do what was that? What did you think of that? Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah, I didn't know. I haven't heard anything before. No, from him then. Uh, but yeah, it's good. So finally, my hidden sleeve. Um, a band who um, hail from Glasgow, Ben and Sebastian. Um, what? Go on. What's the murmur about? I, well, I put this on. I think it's a great song. Did you put this on? Yeah. I thought I put this on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, John. Tell you what, this might have been one that I went to put on, and it was already on. So yeah, uh, you might. Well, no, I tell you what, you can have it. No, no, no. It's... Great minds think alike, mate. So you have. Yeah, this. it's a great track. I'd have, I'd have probably picked that. <laughs> I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. This is Bella Sebastian. Unnecessary drama. That's a welcome return from uh, Ben and Sebastian. Yeah, I didn't know they had it. I wondered if they had it in them to produce anything really good again. But that's a, it's a cracker, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, which leads me on nicely. I wanted to end uh, with a pop quiz hot shot. 
Um, so one of the things that kind of grabbed me most with this tune was the driving harmonica in Mayfield. Yeah, I was that, that's, the, that. that's yeah. the hook. That's the hook yeah. for me. So mm-hmm. is 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 a little quiz for your pop quiz. Um, what if you I suppose I asked you to think of a famous or your favorite kind of song that has harmonica in or has a harmonica solo or something, what would it be? Go on and Stu, you're 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 in thinking very poised. Well, and anything by Neil Young, really. Oh, um, you cool. correct. Cool, cool. You have a oh, I was gonna say you have a pointless answer. That's on my this is on my J Mac harmonica set playlist. I'll shall reveal okay. it at the end. <laughs> Go on then, Lonnie. What's mine won't be. Um the Peel session version of Still Ill by the Smiths. Um which is Oh, cool. very good. Mm, no, I'd never heard of that stuff. So. <laughs> You've never heard Still Ill by the Smiths? I'm not a massive Smiths fan. I'm a <laughs> hell, I'm a fair with what? <laughs> what? I'm not a massive Smiths fan. No, pass me by. No, you've said it once, John. John, don't say it again. I've got the greatest hits album, but uh oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Jesus right. Christ. Who are you, Alan Partridge? <laughs> I'm being serious. See, I've I've got Karma Chameleon on this list, so that's that tells you uh, yeah, <laughs> what you need to know. That was number one when I was born, by the way. Have you got uh, uh, Love Me Do? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. It's 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 up there. Do you want to see the list? Do you want me to do the big reveal? Yeah, let's right. see the list. There you go. So obviously it starts off with Sav- Sabbath. Really? Yeah. Really? It's a, it's... I didn't know that one. You must know this. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously Dirty Old Town, the Pogues. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I just want to go to the club now. I had to put in Oasis, a swamp song. But this yeah, we don't is, need to play that one. Yeah, you don't. Why not? <laughs> get rid, of, get rid then... of that one and put Still Ill on instead. <laughs> Yes, let's do it. Humor me, John. Humor me. Go to your search. Yep. Go on. Put in hat full of hollow. Hat full of hollow. Um, yeah. Okay. Because that's the album that's... that it's on. That's it. There you go. This? No, the album. No, top one. Top one. Click on the album at top, the top. top. Oh, the top sake. Right. Go down to Still Hill. Here we go. go. John Peel says. Okay, I wasn't born. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I decree today the you what, mate? I'm very impressed that you just pull that out the top of your head because yeah. I would have had to spend about an hour googling that just to come across as being cool. You've just done it automatically, <laughs> so I put bloody Elton John on my list for God's sake. <laughs> Yeah, well. and the girls, that's where I call it the blues. No, you get you just about get away with that one, I think. But, um, no, that's that's uh, hat off, hats off, uh, Lonnie. That's that's a good, good. I show, always mate. thought I've that never... was a better version than the one on the first album, personally. But, <laughs> but there you go, stuck with me. 
There you go. I think um, that's a, a nice way to end. <laughs> I'm also thinking... Um, Sorry, Stu, what were you saying, mate? Special message to you, Rudy. Ah, yeah. Good Oh, girl. God, how did I miss that? I mean, how did I miss that off? Starts off, yeah, mate. Pretty sure that's got a harmonica. It has. I'll play out that. Yes, yes. And it's a Villa song as well. That's a bad omission, that is, from me. <laughs> Thank you, gents. Yeah. It's been a pleasure as always. Yep. And, and to and one, one thing, one thing, John, before we go, I'm dying to know what your favorite uh saying is. My favorite saying, you, you mean your cliche? My favorite proverb. No, not cliche. You said what was your favorite proverb or saying? Ah, yeah, I, I remember this now. Um, because yeah, I was I was debating because you called it cliche Mac. I was like, oh yeah, okay. Okay, it's a saying. Um oh, hang on. No, I won't go on my LinkedIn because <laughs> that would be twatty. Um, it's a saying actually from Maya Angelo, and it's quite a, it's quite a, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a thinker one, um, not thinker one. What's I'm trying to say? Um, oh, philosophy. It, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a philosophical. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Fucking Plato, Socrates, uh, <laughs> thinker one. <laughs> What? Did, you, did, you, did you do a degree in that? Philosophy. Philosophy. No, okay. Well, you, what's yours? Why are you fucking asking me? What's your, no, this is it. Well, you asked us. I thought you might have online up rather than chuntering on about thinker ones. <laughs> Maya Angelo said, people will yeah. forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Okay, that sounds like something out of how to win friends and influence people. Influence people. It isn't. It isn't. But um, it's very true. People will forget what you said or did. But it's it's that connection, isn't it? It's that emotional feeling. I'm hoping that's the case. Go on, what's yours then, Stu? Do you have one? My favourite one, actually. Well, I heard a good one today, which was uh, um, if you owe the bank... uh, you have to adjust for inflation here, so this is probably a few years old. But if you owe the bank a thousand pound, the bank owns you. If you owe the bank a million pounds, you own the bank. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. I've never heard that before. But the one that my favourite is um, something that my old, uh, an old boss of mine used to say. Uh, if someone was, uh, he thought if someone was really happy, he said he's like a dog with two dicks. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh dear. I've got another one as well. Um, it's more tech related, but uh, the second mouse gets the cheese, which is oh. quite good. So it's not it's not always the first to market. It's like you know, let someone else make the mistake and you get the cheese after like the, the mouse. Right. That's a perfect way to uh, to cut it off there. Thank you for listening. We we made it. We did. <laughs> Just. <laughs> you did press record, didn't you? <laughs> Stop your messing around. Better think of your future.
rolling around. 